This half hour is presented by VIP Care, who is responsible for the information and opinions expressed during the show. Expert panel on News Radio 92, 3 a.m., 1620. It's Monday morning. Wow, what a gorgeous morning outside. Still a little chill in the air, but man, that wind finally died down. I don't know about you, but my allergies were just pumping through my veins. Right, Dr. Airman? Mm, yes, absolutely. It was like one of those I need a Benadryl with a side of Claritin and a concoction of Zyrtec. Like. <laughs> I, was, I, I told everybody when I woke up on uh, it was like Sunday morning and my eyes were like glued shut from all the pollen I think inside of them that wind was just kicking it all up yeah I had a patient once that was on like 12 Benadryl a day plus a Zyrtec at night some people now I, I don't recommend anybody take that at home but yeah some people have some pretty crazy allergies yeah that one you definitely need to see a physician about yes please <laughs> please double check uh I, I know somebody who drinks just benadryl straight from the bottle they're not feeling well got a sniffle drinks benadryl because then they pass out i'm like i don't think that's how that works like you should maybe go with vodka yeah, that, I don't know. that's where i press the talk to your primary care doctor about that <laughs> button <laughs> And we do have a primary care doctor here with VIP care, Dr. John Airman. He's here to answer your questions, whether it's allergy relief or just basic physical needs, maybe just want to share a story, whatever it is, ask about VIP care. It's still open enrollment till the end of the month, right? The 31st? Okay. Um, and of course, if you want to ask if you qualify for VIP care, make sure you reach out to your insurance, independent insurance agent to uh, find out if you qualify. You can also call VIP care. We'll give that number in just a moment. But if you'd like to text in or call this morning to the Pensacola expert panel, 850-437-1620 is the number to text or call. Uh, and it is just shy of 908. So we kind of talked the last time you were here about really focusing on our health in 2022. Uh, we've talked about, you know, doing the basics of getting your body moving, choosing a good, solid foundation diet with, you know, the sprinkle of treats here and there. And then also, you know, having a primary care provider that actually listens to you but we also kind of dabbled and I want to cover it as we open into um, overcoming smoking mm. and uh, I know that Dr. Amy Reed she even offers something very special for individuals who really truly want to quit smoking and they can come and if they are um, at VIP care, they can visit her as well. She's at the mobile highway one, right? She's, She's at, at the Pine Forest, Pine Forest over by the fairgrounds. There's four, three locations, right? So we have Pine Forest, we've got Mobile Highway, and then my office here on Davis, Davis Highway. We also have one over in Milton. That's right. There's the fourth one. Okay, so four to choose from. Uh, but I want to kind of go ahead and start the discussion again. If you have a question or a comment, 850-437-1620 here with Dr. John Airman. So let's talk a little bit about 
um, smoking and kind of like even stories that you can share about people who have overcome it that you have been able to treat. So a lot of I me, mean, most of the time when, when we docs are on here, we get, uh, we get the uh, barrage of questions. So I think I'm going to flip it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I have got a quiz here for you and all of you out there that are listening. So um, my first question, and feel free to say I have no idea. Um, about how many smokers are there in the United States? About oh. 34 million. So, yeah, when I hear that, ooh, yes, so 34 million people, and that's an estimate, you know, and that's that's probably a year or two old, but it, it's hard to collect that that's much a, data that on seems like a lot. 330 million people. But, yeah, that's, so th- that's quite a few people, but uh, that's, that's what the latest data we have shows. And so stepping into that, I think this is a question you can probably answer. Um, in the world, what is the leading cause of preventable death? Heart disease. No. What yes. We, no. No. What are, we, what are we talking about? Oh, is it? It's oh, the leading s- cause of death. Preventable death. Preventable. So smoking. Yes. Really? In the world, the leading cause of preventable death. So we've got 480,000 deaths in the U.S. annually due to tobacco-related illness. Every year? Mm-hmm. And there are millions across the world that, that die from tobacco-related illness every year. It's pretty staggering. So... That's my shocked face. Yes, absolutely. That noise. Absolutely. By the way, that number, if you have any questions for VIP care, is 850-517-4646. Give us a call. We'd love to talk to you. So the leading causes of death in the, in the U.S. are cardiovascular disease, lung cancer, and COPD. And that's not preventable. That's just all-cause death, all-cause mortality. Um, but here's another question for you. Of the smokers across the world, how many will die? What percentage of those will probably die with a tobacco-related illness? I'll go with 70%. Oh, so that clo- it's actually only 50%. Oh, but I, still, went, I went high. Yeah, I'm sorry. That, and that's good. That's good. That's okay. good that, that you should think that way. Okay. Uh, but think about it. Every time you, you start smoking, you pick up a cigarette, you're flipping a coin as to whether or not you're going to die from smoking down the road. Um, a lot of the evidence we have shows that if you're going to quit, the earlier you quit, the better. So if, if you're smoking out there and you're under the age of 40, now is the time to quit. Not that you shouldn't later on in life, but absolutely you should quit sooner because you get even better benefits later down the road in terms of death. Um, so what are, here's another question. Um, what are some of the cancers that, that might be linked to tobacco use? I'll go with some lung cancer, uh, breast cancer. Yes, yes. No. There is moderate evidence that shows there is a link to breast cancer from tobacco use. Absolutely. It's out there, wow. as well as alcohol, uh, but we won't get into that. And then, okay, one more. One more. Okay. Okay. Head and neck cancers. Wait, head... Head and neck cancer. So what's in your neck? Like in your like not like in your throat or absolutely in your throat. Yep, throat cancer. Mouth and then cancer. brain tumors or yep, absolutely, okay. absolutely skin cancers. Wow. Um, I did read this whole article during COVID. Can you you know because that was what was healthy as well. The world was falling apart. Sit home and read what else could kill you. Yeah, uh, was about like you know how um, alcohol and drinking alcohol and smoking is they did studies about how that really caused like a root problem with skin cancer. 
Absolutely. Most of the things that, that we like to do that are bad for us out there have some pretty dire consequences down the road. So think about that as you move forward. You know, if, you, if you're thinking about tobacco cessation, please talk to your primary care doctor. Um, evidence shows that not just medications or nicotine patches, but also a behavioral health approach in combination with that is, is probably the key to success. But you have to want to quit. So Right. Uh, now is the time, though. Again, think about that. 50% of people that smoke are probably going to die of a tobacco-related illness. So that's mm. what we said, 34 million in the U.S. Right. So that's 17 million are going to die from tobacco-related illness. That's just out of that. So, it's jarring. Absolutely. I uh, I know that um, I've had friends and family members um, who have gotten uh, how do you pronounce it Hodgkin Hodgkin's, Hodgkin's lymphoma. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I remember because I was a smoker from about eighteen until I was about twenty two, mm. and so not super long, but long enough where. I could feel myself breathing different, yeah. um, and it was it was overwhelming because I was like, "Why am I doing this to my body?" Like, you know, I work out every day, I I eat right, but yet I smoke. Like, what am I doing to myself? Yep. And uh, I got a phone call from a friend of mine, and she was like, "Hey, I have I have cancer," and mm-hmm. it was like, "Whoo!" Hit me like a ton of bricks. Um, threw the pack away I had, and was like, "I'm done. That was it." I told everybody we need to quit we, we can't do this anymore to ourselves it's too much um but sometimes it takes a little bit more than that for people to quit I've, i know fam- people who have lost parents to lung cancer and they still they'll still smoke and so i mean you, like you said you have to have that will yep you gotta desire. find your why why to quit you know and if you have if you have children you want to be around for children later on you don't want to set a negative example for them and and put them at risk too so whatever you can do to find that why to quit please find it and chat with your primary care doc yeah a lot of times uh i think and we talked about this before i believe or maybe i talked about it with dr reed we were talking about why people smoke and um she was saying like within five minutes of finishing your cigarette, your blood pressure starts to go down and people don't realize your blood pressure actually elevates while you're smoking. Mm-hmm. So people with blood pressure issues. Yep. Yeah. Nicotine causes your blood vessels to contract and that increases your blood pressure. But nicotine has so many other negative effects too. Is right. Is there a question out there? Yeah, there's a question and I kind of thought this would come and I was going to cover it in case somebody didn't text it in and thank you for texting in please get in some more questions 850-437-1620 be a part of the conversation we love recognizing you you can even drop your name 850-437-1620 ah vaping is it better Mm. for you people insist it's better you know when it comes to the harmful effects of nicotine I, I you know I, I don't think that it's any better. I think there's enough evidence out there that the potential positives in terms of vaping, which are very few as far as I can tell, um, are outweighed by the fact that people that vape are probably using a lot more nicotine than they would with a with a cigarette just because of the concentration there. This is off the top of my head, but in general, I wouldn't say that, that vaping is any better, but I don't think we really have enough evidence at this point. Okay. I know... F- and I'm just going off the top of my head from p- 
pulling a little bit of memory out of this brain about uh there was a while ago wasn't the the one that was like called jewel they had like a lawsuit against them because mm-hmm. of like underage Long. kids were smoking so much because they were it's so highly addictive absolutely that they were getting sick mm-hmm. yep and i believe and then, there was a few deaths oh absolutely so uh, some of that i think had to do with uh you know the early vaping um uh combinations of you know what whatever it was you know the, the chemical it was causing popcorn lung um i think that's that's reduced so they've done something to improve it there but yes vaping is so addictive that's why there you hear so many commercials on the radio and you see stuff on tv about teens vaping uh, again you see, um, i see it a lot at the mall so the effects of nicotine on the developing brain are huge and and devastating early on so um, if you have children out there that are vaping, um, please do whatever you can do to get them to stop. Again, talk to your pediatrician or primary care doc about that. Okay, excellent. Uh, we do have some questions and comments coming in. Also, a phone call I will get to, 850-437-1620. We have Jean from Gulf Breeze on the line. Hey, Jean, do you have a question or comment for Dr. Airman? Yeah, my question is if um, nicotine, nicotine is so harmful, are the nicotine replacement products to help me quit smoking? Are those are those harmful as well, or are they safe? Thanks. Okay, so are the uh, nicotine replacement products um, harmful or safe in the quitting process? They're they're safer than smoking. So, and it's a it's a necessary evil in terms of of stopping. So, again, the the best evidence out there is that a combination of some form of nicotine replacement or something like Chantix, again, chat with your primary care doc, along with a behavioral approach, so cognitive behavioral therapy. So, the best thing you can do to to get a combination approach is the first thing you need to do is find a counselor that will will mm. talk to you about tobacco cessation. That's the hard it's so part. Good, yeah. Then talk to your primary care doc about nicotine replacement or possibly Chantix. Again, you want to talk to your primary care doc to make sure that none of that is going to interfere with any of your chronic illnesses or the medications that you might be taking. That's very, very good advice. Thank you for that, Dr. Airman, and thank you, Jean, for calling. Uh, we have a couple more questions here, 850-437-1620. Um, always talk with your primary care provider. Be honest with them. They're there to help you. I think that's also a good one. And um, you were talking about cognitive behavior therapy. Also, there's EMDR therapy because a lot of people Absolutely. who start smoking, it usually comes from like a traumatic incident in their life, lots of stress. Great and point. so um, going to a therapist uh, is life, life-changing, life-saving, and being honest with them, um, going through memories to help process them and get through it. It's not going to be overnight. You know, not everybody mm-hmm. is going to go, you know what, I don't want to have that phone call that I have to make hey I have cancer Um, sometimes it takes a little bit more and that's okay everybody's journey is totally different the idea is today we want you to get healthier get better and live the most fullest and longest life possible Uh, talking about vaping again you know vaping smells better yeah I know that's that's a good comment right it smells better but you know what bothers me is that people who vape they blow it right in your face they don't Mm. like it's I think that's my thing too is like would you blow your cigarette smoke right in my face or smoke a cigarette right by my child that's just rude yeah I just I don't don't care if it's cigarette smoke or vaping vapor just you know don't blow that at anybody your bad breath I don't want it (laughs) (laughs) we can talk about that next show yeah right oh boy the cause of bad breath um uh here's one two okay vaping oh 
Secondhand smoke with cigarettes and secondhand smoke with vaping, is it the same or is there a difference? Is there secondhand smoking in- inhalation? Is that, did I read that properly? Um, when it comes to vaping. So mm. if you can taste it and smell it, chances are it's going to have a negative effect on you if it came out of somebody else's lungs. The, you know, again, there's still some chemical there that's going to be bad for you. Off the top of my head, I'll be honest, I haven't read any articles on that. But one of the good places to go if you want to find those um, is PubMed. You just type in the subject of what you're looking for and then end that with pub space med. And you'll find great, great evidence out of there that is usually peer-reviewed or will be peer-reviewed. So it's a, it's a really good source of information. That's what I use oftentimes as a reference along with up-to-date, but up-to-date is a paid service that's hard to get to. But okay. But PubMed is, is a great resource for finding free articles, scientific articles. I'll go ahead and add that link to the podcast Thanks. page today for you, Dr. Ehrman. Thank you for providing that information. Uh, you know, people do the Dr. Google thing. And that's, you know, that's okay. That's okay. Just temper that with a chat with your primary care doc or... Um, someone else that that uh, has reasonable knowledge about the subject you know but again usually that's going to be your primary care doc yeah absolutely hey 850-437-1620 it is 922 here at news radio 92.3 you're listening to the pensacola expert panel i'm jenna barr dr john airman is here with vip care uh, can you share a little bit more about vip care and your services oh absolutely so we see folks that have Medicare Advantage HMO plans. And that typically means 65 and over, though we do have some folks that are on disability and we have patients that are in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, but but again, primarily 65 and above. The difference between VIP care and other primary care facilities uh, really across the nation is that we understand that it takes time and effort and diligence to make sure that we know everyone as a person and can treat them as an individual. Um, so we stop our number of patients at about five to 600 per provider. And that means that we're seeing eight to 10 a day, not 20 to 30 to 40. And that means that I get to spend an hour with you as a new patient in the room, talking to you, getting to know you. That means that when I'm calling my patients, when I personally call them at home, I know what time they get up in the morning. I know when to call them, what their work schedule is typically. I know them pretty intimately. And that's that's really what it takes to get to know people and know how to treat them and get them to the best place they can be in terms of health care, you know, within their own wishes as well because you know we're not again doctors aren't law enforcement officers so everything we say is a, is a recommendation but it's a pretty darn good one but it takes time to to earn people's trust too and that's that's another thing we do we take time to educate and and help you understand what we're talking about because medicine is a is a foreign language yeah, exactly. Sometimes it's very confusing and overwhelming. Um, I want to talk to you because we are doing a little bit of quit smoke and talk today. You know, starting your Monday off, getting your lungs cleaned out. And if you're uh, considering, you've been on the, the fence, like, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to start. Talking to your primary care physician first is the first step, of course, instead of just going out and buying a couple patches, smacking them on and seeing if it helps. I want to talk about Dr. Reed's method of helping people quit smoking. Acupuncture. It, great evidence behind acupuncture. She does auricular acupuncture, and that means that she's placing super tiny needles in the ear. In each ear, there are five 
five points that that we um, place a needle in on each ear and we do it sequentially to see what uh, everyone's response is to that and we don't use auricular acupuncture just for tobacco cessation it's also for pain management for anxiety uh, for sleep there are a number of things but most of the evidence that we see shows that about 80% of people respond to acupuncture pretty darn well. We're not exactly sure all of the, the whys and wherefores of that, but we know it works. And what's, what better than to treat someone uh, non-pharmaceutically? I mean, if I can get a few needles in my ear, and by the way, they're little gold studs, so it actually looks like you have earrings. It's kind of <laughs> cool looking, um, and it really doesn't hurt. I've done it myself. I used to do it. I just stopped. Um, I didn't have time, quite honestly, and I didn't keep up the certification, but but thankfully Amy did. Um, but, you know, if you can get treated with a couple of small, tiny, relatively painless needles in your ear versus a medication, why not go without the medication? Yeah, with side effects and everything. Actually, I was talking to a mom at the park the other day about how she has uh, Hashimoto's. Mm and uh, a couple of other autoimmune diseases. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, reproductive issues and thyroid oh issues my. and all these different mm -hmm. things. And she's young, she's only like yeah. 42 maybe. Yeah. And it broke my heart, but she was saying like, yeah, I've, I've dealt with that for more than two decades. She's like, I've had it since I was little and doctors mm -hmm. couldn't figure it out. Now with modern medicine and all mm -hmm. the tests, they can figure it out. But the thing that she found helped the most after all the time, after all the medication, after everything, was acupuncture. With sleeping, go. with pain, with uh, digestive issues, because that's a, a lot of Hashimoto's mm -hmm. leads to your gut. Um, and she was like, I, I just didn't know what to do. Endometriosis pain, all these different things. And she was like, and then also listening to my doctor when he said, hey, you're allergic to these things. You can't eat them anymore. Yeah. Your body has to adjust. And those are things we have to give up in life, but then also um, being open to the medicinal side mm -hmm. and then the, um, you know, I guess you'd say traditional uh, Chinese uh, approach as well, which mm -hmm. is acupuncture. Absolutely. So, um, and that's, it'd be cool to see more and more people do it. I think it freaks them out because you hear, oh, I'm going to put a, a needle in your toe and it's going to affect, you know, your, your stomach. They're like, what? Why'd you do that? <laughs> There are some pretty amazing needles in acupuncture, and really, it's it's uh, you know that's a worldwide approach at this point. Um, uh, the military uses it. Uh, we we've actually started uh, sending uh, doctors to the Helms course, which is a six month long course for certification in in traditional acupuncture, not just uh, battlefield or auricular acupuncture. Wow. But that's where. Um, that's where Amy got her training. She's a, she's yeah, a veteran right. of the Navy. And, Both um, of you, yeah. But that's that's how effective it is and how well-recognized acupuncture is at this point is that the military People has, are being more is open. starting to use that. Absolutely. Yeah, and I, I love that too. I've even know people who have gone to acupuncture um, and done cupping and other things like that too to help with um, pain from after serving in the military for so long and mm -hmm. having like shoulder injuries and, and surgeries and knee issues and then going to acupuncture and be like, oh, I can walk again. This is, well, you know, obviously they can walk without a lot of pain uh hey we are wrapping up our time we just have a minute left with dr airman thank you for bringing this subject to the pensacola expert panel this morning uh we want people to know there's never judgment when it comes to smoking um and your doctor doesn't judge you either i know especially at vip care that's totally true i can stand on that 
a lot of people feel judged when they go to their doctor when we say hey don't do this or don't do that but I can tell you personally and most doctors feel the same way we say that because we're concerned we're worried about you we want you to quit because we know how how devastating it can yeah. be and it's not just tobacco use it's alcohol use you know illicit substance use um, whatever it may be you know we we desperately want you to stop because we're worried about you we don't want you to have you know horrible health outcomes down the road it's not it's not a judgment that's so good i love that and hey if you ever want to reach out and see if you have a medicare advantage uh you want to talk to somebody that can direct you to asking questions oh it is uh open enrollment till the end of the month reach out to your insurance company talk to them vip care dr airman is on davis highway if you'd like to call and ask questions 850-517-4646 or go to get vip care Dot com. Dr. Airman, thank you for joining me this morning. Thank you. It was a pleasure. I'm sure we'll come up with some spicier topics, too. We just, we're just getting to the surface right now. <laughs> All right. We got more coming up. Malcolm Ballinger will be joining us here to debut the new issue of Pensacola Magazine. But we're going to take a quick break and head on over to the newsroom with Mark Jacobs. Good morning, Florida's Education Commissioner. Hanging it up, the story after Fox. 